Praise the Lord. This is Brother Julius Adeomi. We are going through the Gospel of Mark. We are now in chapter 15. And as we said, we read it slowly and then stop at some Bible verses and I give some comments or refer to some other Gospel rendering of this. Let's start chapter 15 of Mark. <coughs> Praise the Lord. We are going to go through Gospel of Mark chapter 15. And like I said, we go through it slowly and then I will pause at some Bible verses and give some comments as the Lord leads or refers to the moral gospel sections, how they, how they presented it. Let's go. Verse 1. And straightway, this is when they have already arrested the Lord Jesus Christ. Straightway in the morning, the chief priests held a consultation with the elders and scribes and the old council and bound Jesus. And carried him away and delivered him to Pilate. And Pilate asked him, Are thou the king of the Jews? And he answered and said unto him, Thou seest it. Now, what does thou seest it mean? You guys are calling me that. That's what it means. You are the one that's saying that. I mean, I didn't call myself I'm the king. You guys say, Thou seest it. The people say, You are the king. And he said, Thou seest it. And the chief priests accused him of many things, but he answered nothing. And Pilate asked him again, saying, Answer thou nothing? Behold, how many things they witness against thee. But Jesus yet answered nothing. So that Pilate marveled. Then what do you need to answer when they are twisting the words? And don't have to answer because you know that this is how it has to be. Verse 6. Now at that feast, he released unto them one prisoner, whomsoever they desired. And there was one named Barabbas which lay bound with them that had made insurrection with him, who had committed murder in the insurrection. Insurrection is when people are trying to overthrow the government. So in those generations, there have been many so-called fanatical Jews that are politically minded who they want to drive out the Roman Empire from ruling over them. So they will make some insurrection occasionally. There have been stories like that in the Book of Acts or Apostles where Gamaliel was telling them, you remember, many years ago there was one Man from Galilee that tried to do similar things, and when the Romans killed him, scattered all his followers. And I won't try to do the same thing. And when he was killed, scattered all his followers. So let's leave these disciples alone. If they are just another, another man, make man made a revolution, you should pass away. If it is God that is doing this one this time, you can't stop it. You'll be fighting against God. That was the counsel Gamaliel gave to these rulers after the apostles started preaching about. But that was the same thing that Barabbas was one of them that tried to do insurrection before Jesus Christ was, was, uh, was crucified. He was arrested by the Romans and he was in prison. And, uh, but the Pilate was trying to say he wanted to release one of them, one person to them. He wanted to use this opportunity to release one person. He wanted to release Jesus to them. Well, let's just release one, one prisoner because they have delivered Jesus as a prisoner right now. That 
that the that he them say deliver him, but the Romans arrested Barabbas and many others that were in the, in jail with the Roman governor. Verse eight. So the multitude crying aloud began to desire him to do as he had ever done to them. That is, only one pilot to release somebody like he always every 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 festival. The pilot answered them, saying, Will ye that I release unto you then the king of the Jews? He wanted to release this one that they are calling the king of the Jews. But he knew that the chief priest had delivered him for envy. Pilate knew that this man they called the king of the Jews was the one they have reported because Pilate was a governor. All the soldiers were in the streets. They have seen this man say, they say this, this rabbi is healing the sick, making miracles. And the chief priest didn't like, he didn't believe it. They didn't believe in him. And they were thinking, they say he's their king, king of the Jews, and the chief president, I like, I like that. Uh, but he was performing more. So Pilate has heard all those stories going on in the streets by the, his own soldiers. Because most of these government, governments, they will have some secret agents to be finding out what's going on in the streets so that they get themselves prepared in case there's an insurrection again. So they have heard all these stories, but they also could see that the chief president agree with this, their miracle worker. We make the chief priests and the rulers of the synagogues to be jealous of him because they claim to be holy people but this man they don't believe in is doing signs and wonders that only holy people should do whom they don't believe is holy enough see? and yet they couldn't do this miracle so you know this is jealousy they'll be envying him for doing all these miracles also so that's why he said he knew that they were delivering this man to him for envy they see they wanted him to be killed right? Yeah, he yeah, took it up, but he was asking the crowd and let me maybe I should release this one to the crowd. The crowd now gather in the morning, not just the rulers. The crowd that gather in the morning went to the, the pilot to do to release somebody. But let me say, but the chief priests moved the people that he should rather release Barabbas unto them. And Pilate answered and said again unto them, What will ye then that I shall do unto him whom you call the king of the Jews? And they cried out again, crucify him. So that's what the rulers want. They wanted him crucified. They want the, the murderer Barabbas to be the one to release, to be released. Because they think he could be a political messiah for them. Then Pilate said unto him, then why? What evil has he done? And they cried out the more exceedingly, crucify him. They wanted Pilate to crucify Jesus. And to Pilate, and so. Pilate, willing to contain the people, released Barabbas unto them and delivered Jesus when he had scourged him to be crucified. You wonder why he did he scourge him? In the other gospel, I believe Matthew or Luke said, he first proposed to them that I will scourge him and let him go. So they didn't object. He, after he scourged him, he said, Here is the man, they said, No, crucify him. But Mark just said he has scourged him and then he's going to crucify him. Because the others, you know, the, the thieves that are crucified within, they were not scourged. They were already in prison for some days, some time before they were led to be crucified. So somebody that is to be crucified, that has only condemned to die, why are they flogging him now? So flogging is like a double punishment also. But see, that is why the reason was that he first proposed I would just flog him and let him go. And this, after he flogged him, they said, no, don't let him go. We want you to kill him, crucify him for us. Verse 15. So Pilate released him to be crucified. And so Pilate, willing to contain the people, released Barabbas unto them and delivered Jesus when he had scourged him to be crucified. 
verse 16. And the soldiers led him away into the hall called Praetorium, and they called together the old band, and they clothed him with purple, and plated a crown of thorns, and put it about his head, and began to salute him, Hail, King of the Jews! And they smote him on the head with a reed, and they spit upon him, and bowing their knees, worship him. And when they had mocked him, they took off the purple from him, and put his own clothes on him, and led him out to crucify him. And they compared one Simon a Cyrenian who passed by, coming out of the country, the father of Alexander Rufus, to bear his cross. Mark knew this man, that's why he even mentioned the name of his, his son. Say Simeon or Simon was the father of Alexander and Rufus. Simon the Cyrenian. Verse 32. And they bring him unto the place Golgotha, which is being interpreted the place of his call. And they gave him to drink wine mingled with marrow, but he received it not. When they had crucified him, they parted his garments, casting lots upon them what every man should take and it was the third hour and they crucified him now he said it was the third hour so the timing was kind of uh, of when you look at the what gospel of john said he said it was this where it was the sixth hour but here a bank said it was the third hour third hour will be 9 a.m which is more or less when they actually went according to Gospel of John, I think about nine when the the, the, the hall of the of uh, the governor pass was open. That's when they started brought him to the governor and started all this uh, something. But when they finally crucified him, it looked like it was the sixth hour when he went after the court case and also and then they took him to it was the sixth hour. But he said it was tough, so more than reporting when this thing started. Verse twenty six, and the superscription of his accusation was written over the king of the Jews. And with him they crucified two thieves, the one on his right hand and the other on his left. And the scripture was fulfilled, we said, and it was numbered with the transgressors. So they are, all of these are fulfilling the scriptures. So that's the only scripture that uh, Mark pointed out that this by by crucifying with the thieves, making make this scripture fulfilled that it was numbered with the transgressors. And you see that in the book of Psalms that he has done no wrong. Really, he was killed as a transgressor. He was was buried with the with the rich. That was another section that said it in one of the prophets or in the book of Psalms that he was condemned with the with the criminals. And he was buried with the rich people because that yeah, Joseph the Arimathea that finally did the burial, burial in a coffin in a in a sepulchre that was created only the rich people created a sepulchre before they died for themselves. So, and the beautiful garden, that was the rich people. So that's why the, the psalm, the, the book of Psalm or the prophecy said he was condemned with the criminals, but was buried with the rich. That was in the book of Psalms. Verse 29. And they that passed by railed on him, wagging their heads, and saying, Ah, thou that destroyed the temple and builded it in three days, save thyself and come down from the cross. So that is how 
the people that don't believe will be mocking people that are uh, mocking whoever they want they think uh, what what happened to the person is justified they think is that's why they are mocking it verse 32 let christ the king of israel descend from descend now from the cross that we may see and believe and they that were crucified with him refile him and when the sixth hour was come there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour from the sixth hour to the ninth hour according to mark said he actually said it started from the third the third hour which is 9 p.m 9 a.m they said from at the sixth hour there was darkness it was already on the cross there was darkness from the sixth hour to the ninth hour which is three hours darkness covered the whole land and verse 34 said at the ninth hour jesus cried with a loud voice saying Eloi, Eloi, Lama Sabachthani, which is being interpreted, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? You see that in Psalm 22, the first verse. And the whole of chapter, the whole of Psalm 22 was prophesying about the sufferings of Messiah on the cross. Verse 35 says, And some of them that stood by, when they heard it, said, Behold, he called it Elias. Eloi, Eloi, later he was talking Elias. And one ran and filled his sponge full of vinegar and put it on a reed and gave him to drink, saying, Let alone, let us see whether Elias will come to take him down. And Jesus cried with a loud voice and gave up the ghost. Now, verse 38 was going to tell us some of the events that took place when Christ died on the cross. That was only reported because they finally found that that happened by those who were observing those things. And the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom. The veil of the temple. So you know, that's somewhere else, not, in, not at the cross, but in the temple. So they were only put two close two together and lift it in apple because of this. So the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom. So if you say from the top to the bottom, that's it's a top thing. So it looks like somebody's that is at the bottom cut it up. It's cut from this as of supernatural. So that's what they are alluding to here. But that's nice. And when the centurion, which stood over against him, saw that he so cried out and gave up the ghost, he said, Truly, this man was the son of God. Now you have to remember, some of these centurions believed. Basically, they are just one out of many soldiers. Others will just be mocking. Also. You remember there was a centurion that had a servant that called for Jesus Christ to heal his servant. And because the man, the centurion was in Galilee, and he already followed, believed that uh, Christ can do this miracle. And he even said that he, he is a soldier, he is under authority. Jesus Christ must not be a man of authority in the, in the other part of the world or in the other spiritual world. And he believed. So you see, some of those centurion believed, but see, they can't control the, the crowd that don't believe. They just leave them alone. But he was there as supervising these uh, other soldiers. So he said when he saw how Jesus Christ just gave up the ghost like that, he knew that for him to just release his spirit like that, he must be a son of God indeed. Because anybody that died, they groan and travail and almost like they don't want to go. No, so people, when they die, they struggle and agonize and almost like they are being forced out of their, out of their body. That's what happens in, in the normal life. But when he just dismissed his spirit, that make the centurion say, this man must be a holy person indeed. Because that's how holy people just give up the ghost. They just leave. 
That's why the centurion said, truly this man was the son of God. Verse 40. There were also women looking on afar off, among whom was Mary Magdalene, and Mary the mother of James the less, and of Joseph and Salmone. Verse 41. Who also, when he was in Galilee, followed him, and ministered unto him. And many other women which came up with him unto Jerusalem. Because many of them came when they were coming for the feast also because they believed, they thought the, 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 the Messiah is here, the kingdom of Segulostar, the kingdom of God is going to manifest. So they didn't know what was going to happen. But now this thing happened, they were at a distance, watching from a distance when these Rabura's men were taking over, taking over the day. Verse 42. And now when the evil was come, because it was the Preparation that is the day before the Sabbath. The Sabbath normally starts at uh, 6 p.m. on a Friday and ends on 6 p.m. on a Saturday. So that's the Sabbath, the evening and morning. So they say before it's, it's the preparation for that Sabbath. And but for this, a Joseph of Arimathea, an honorable counselor, which also waited for the kingdom of God, came. And went in boldly unto Pilate and craved the body of Jesus. Joseph was one of those, and the was supposed to be one of those signing. They believed, but they kept it to themselves because the majority of the rest of the crowd of the rulers were not believing and they were ready to kill anybody that, that, that started to stay, they believed. But they already said, if anybody is saying this man is the Christ, they should take him, kick him out of the synagogue. So that's make people like Joseph and just keep his mouth shut. That he's seen all these miracles that this can be, only God can do this. Also, Nicodemus was one of them who have seen this and said, only God can do this. So if this man were not of God, this wouldn't be happening. So, but they couldn't convince this or that, they kind of, kind of keep themselves quiet instead of trying to raise, uh, put themselves into jeopardy with the rest of the rulers. And when it's all done, they stood up and said, well, you want to give a proper, a good, decent burial to, to Jesus rather than letting the soldiers just dump their body into a, into a trash. So that's what they would do to those thieves. Just dump their body into, a, into trash. Verse 44. So he went to ask for the body of Jesus Christ and Pilate marveled if he were already dead. And calling Unto him, the centurion, he asked him whether he had been any wilded. And when he knew it, of the centurion, he gave the body to Joseph. And he brought fine linen. He bought fine linen and took him down and wrapped him in the linen and laid him in a sepulchre, which was hewn out of a rock, and rolled the stone to the door of the sepulchre. Mark didn't mention that uh, Nicodemus came also. He just mentioned that Joseph did all these things, but he, he didn't talk about the the spices that the John Apostle John was the one that said Nicodemus also came with spices about one pound with. But Mark didn't re record that because he perhaps didn't know. So most of the time, you only know what you what you hear. Or you remember what you were, they are writing what they were hearing after it's all done. So Joseph bought fine linen and took him down and wrapped him in the linen and laid him in a sepulchre which was hewn out of your and rolled a stone onto the door of the sepulchre. Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of Joseph beheld where he was laid. 
That is the end of chapter 15 of Mark, Gospel of Mark. And we are going to continue into chapter 16 in a moment because this is a, that is actually the last chapter of the Gospel of Mark. And I believe the Lord is giving us insight in some of these things because this, that is reported, Mark reported one way, Matthew reported the same thing, but with some more detail. John, look at what they have written, I put some more detail that they missed, and so on and so forth. So, but the story is still the same. Jesus Christ was crucified, and he was condemned with the criminals, but he was buried with the rich, according to the prophecy. Amen. Now, I'm going to continue into chapter 16. This is the chapter 16 is where the resurrection took place. Let's go. And when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James and Salome had bought sweet spices that they might come and anoint him. And very early in the morning, the first day of the week, they came unto the sepulchre at the rising of the sun. And they said among themselves, who shall roll us away the stone from the door of the sepulchre? Now you have to remember when this report was reported and the gospel of John reported it a little differently. Matthew reported it differently. They are all saying the same thing because there will be different groups of women. Different groups of women. Because they all followed him, but this three may be close to one another. These three women may be close. So they were all planning their own thing privately that they are going to go there and do this. Because he said, this is the, how it was reported by Mark that this group of women, Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of James, and Salome, maybe three of them or four, they brought, they already came in the morning to come and do this anointing. And then when they were coming, they remembered that well, that stone was heavy. Who's going to roll the stone away for, for us? And when they looked, verse 4, and when they looked, they saw that the stone was already rolled away. For it was very great. And entering into the sepulchre, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, clothed in a long white garment. And they were affrighted. And they said unto them, Be not affrighted. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, which was crucified. He's risen. He's not here. Behold the place where they laid him. They go your way, tell his disciples and Peter that he goeth before you into Galilee. There shall ye see him, as he said unto you. Now, this is a rendering that Mark said that they came by and found that the stone was there. He thought Mary Magdalene was with these other women. But when you look at the, the story in Gospel of John, just said it was Mary that just came to there and said he went there by first. So whether, he went, whether she went there by herself first, or she went with another group of women, and then came to call the apostle and say something has happened. They have taken the body. Is what she was told. Maybe they, maybe maybe this other group were different from Mary and the other parties that they saw these angels. But they all reported the same thing. Some saw angel, some didn't see angel. But Mary kept coming. So this one said Mary Magdalene was one of these with, with this group. Whereas in the other place in my Gospel of John. Mary Magdalene was there by herself first or with another group and she didn't say she saw an angel first, she saw Jesus Christ. So different people got there at different times and they will be seeing different manifestations of angels or some didn't see angels. 
and they all said the stone was already rolled away and when you go to the other place actually he said when the women are coming they that's when they saw the stone roll away by that man an angel that sat down on the stone and the soldiers were afraid so that let's read that let's look at that one let's see how mark reported it because every one of them gave different version of what the women saw that came by them and you have to know each group came at different time and they all were seeking the, the, the Messiah that was crucified. While the others, while the, while the, while the, depend, depend on which group came first, which group, and some, of, some will see this, some will not see this, some will see the angel, some will not see it. Let's see how Matthew recorded in Matthew chapter 28. That was Matthew chapter 28, the last chapter of Matthew. He said, In the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulchre. So it's not just Mary Magdalene and the other Mary, so a group of women. Whether it's just two or three, or just two, each other and the other Mary. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven. And came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. His countenance was like lightning and his raiment white as snow. And for fear of him, the keepers did shake. So, it's, according to this reading of Matthew, the keepers, the soldiers that were put there to wash the sepulchre, they saw this angel, according to this. Also. And, and Matthew was the one that reported that the soldiers were told to wash the place. Also. Okay, not, not Matthew, that was reported by Luke that the soldiers were told to watch the place. But Matthew agreed and uh, mentioned that these keepers who are the soldiers, they are shaking when they saw the angel and it became as dead men, verse 4 of Matthew chapter 20. And the angel answered and said unto the women, see now, according to this presentation, the angel that rolled away stone was talking to the women and said, Fear not ye. I mean, you women that come, you don't be afraid, but these soldiers, they could be afraid. If I know that ye seek Jesus, which was crucified, he's not here, for his reason, for, as he said, come see the place where the Lord lay. And go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead, and behold, he goeth before you into Galilee, there shall ye see him. Lo, I have told you. And then he departed quickly from the sepulchre with fear and great joy, and did run to bring his disciples to That was what Matthew reported that the angel that rolled the story away was there when the women I mean, he arrived he, he did it when the women were arriving there See? and that makes up sense because they are already according to mark he said they already say who oh, is going to roll away so for us and they got there and they said they, and mark said they just saw the story already rolled away whereas matthew said they actually was seeing the angel that sat on the stone saying fear not ye while the soldiers were trembled no, they were, the soldiers were afraid, but they, they told the women, don't be afraid. I know you look for Jesus. He's not here. He's risen from the dead. Come and see where he is laid. Now, now let's see how Luke reported it. Well, they all said it in different way. And they all saying the same thing. That's Luke chapter 24, which is the, the last chapter. Now, upon the first day of the week, 
very early in the morning, that's chapter 24 of Luke, verse 1. They came unto the sepulchre. These are the women that he, he already said in, verse, in chapter 23 that the women also which came from Galilee, they behaved where it was laid and went to prepare spices and rested. But verse 24, chapter 24, verse 1 said, as the early morning, they begin to come to bring the spices. Certain and with certain others also with them. And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulchre. So they, according to Luke, they only got there and found that the stone was already rolled away. Only Matthew said the angel was there when the first bash came. The angel rolled the stone away for them to see. Remember, the stone was not rolled away to let Jesus Christ out. No, he already was out, disappeared from there. The, roll, the, the stone was rolled away by the angels to let the women come and see inside. It's to let the people in to see that there's nobody here. That's why the stone was rolled away. According to that story, he said, they were sitting, who's going to roll the stone? And the angel just manifested and rolled the stone away. They could see the angel that rolled the stone away, sitting on the stone and say, don't be afraid, you, you women. I know you are looking for Jesus. He's not here. That's why I was, look, I was reading Luke chapter 24. And said, they, they just, Luke chapter 24 just said they got out there and found that the stone was already rolled away and they entered in and found not the body of Jesus Christ. And it came to pass as they were much perplexed thereabout, behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. So this group of women said they saw two men that, like angels. And as they were afraid and bowed down their faces to the earth, he said to them, Why seek ye the living among the dead? He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spoke unto you. When he was yet in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinners, sinful men, and be crucified, and the third day rise again. And he remembered his words. And returned from sepulchre unto all these things, unto the eleven, unto all the rest. So you can see that each group come at different times and they will see different manifestations. Some these people said they just saw the that group said they saw the stone was rolled away and they went inside, they didn't see the body. So they are still perplexed. What's going on there? Then they saw two angels manifesting to them that. Whereas the other one said the first batch came and said, Who's going to roll this? Stone? They saw that the angel just came down and rolled the stone and said, Come and look. It's not here. So they all say the same thing. Like I said, the stone was rolled away not to let the logistics out, but to let the women that wanted to come and see in that man bear witness that look he's gone from here it's no more here so let's continue back to mark chapter 16 that we are reading and wrap up this chapter now here in chapter 6 of matthew chapter mark chapter 16 where the angel was telling them that be not afraid out of verse 6 you see jesus of nazareth which was crucified is risen is not here behold the place where they laid him but go your way and tell his disciples and Peter. See, that angel specifically mentioned Peter. Why? His disciples and Peter, which means by that time Peter was no more a disciple. Because of what happened when he denied Christ, he was no more a disciple. But Christ said, I pray for you that your faith fail not. Because he already said, I'm not. He just That's what he said last. He said, you are one of them, he said, I'm not. Three times, I'm not. And that's bear witness to you. If you say something three times, that means you, you mean it also. But see, Christ has prayed for him because the Lord said, I pray for you. The devil wanted to snatch you out. That's why when the angel was telling the women, he said, go tell his disciples, I'm Peter. 
which separates Peter from the disciples that God, Jesus Christ still needed you. That's what it means. Or the mercy of God. Mercy of God. Thank you, Jesus. So go tell his disciples and Peter, which means Peter was no more one of the disciples, but now bring him back in. He's, he's needed here, and the Lord forgave him. That he goeth before you into Galilee, there shall ye see him as he said unto you. And they went out quickly and fled from the sepulchre, for they trembled and were amazed. Neither said they anything to any man, for they were afraid. Now that was one rendering. Now verse 9 is going to give us another rendering. Now when Jesus was risen early the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had cast seven devils. And she went and told them that had been with him, as they mourned and wept. And they, when they had heard that, that he was alive and had been seen of her, believed not. So now this is just another rendering of the same. Uh, Mark was just gathering together different reports. Let's call it a different report. He is rewriting this section as if, well, because he already said in verse 1 of chapter 16 that Mary Magdalene was one of these women. That's well. He's now saying that this is another report said he appeared first to Mary Magdalene. Whereas here in verse 1, he said Mary Magdalene with this other way went there first. So, but you see, different reports, everybody is saying different things that they, they heard, they said, they heard, they said up. So that's why he put this one here, verse 9, that looked like with a mark that said, This is another entry of it. And she went and told them they didn't believe. Verse 12 says, And after that, he appeared in another form unto two of them as they walked and went into the country. That was reported by Luke that the two men. We are going to from Jesus, they are going to this village called Emmaus. And Jesus Christ talked to them and showed to them all those things, and they came back and tell the apostles. So that is also what he was reporting here in Mark that he appeared to two men as they are going to the, to the to the village or something like that. But he didn't dead, he didn't dead, he didn't describe the detail. Just the summary, because you get to the detail of that in Luke in Gospel of Luke. And they went and told it unto the residue, neither believed they them. Verse 14 afterwards he appeared unto the eleven. Now it's eleven out of twelve. No, Judas is already no more there. According to the story, Judas already committed suicide by that time. After that, he appeared to the eleven as they sat and admit and upbraided them with their unbelief and hardness of heart. Because they believed not them which had seen him after he was risen. Now the last few verses is the commission. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Now that is we always quote those Bible verses because that was like a summary of the of the fringe benefits that he said we follow we believers. So he said this shall for them that believe, not just the disciples, everyone that believe. Speak with new tongues is a gift of the Holy Ghost as he gives to every believer. This science should be following us as we go for preaching the gospel, if you believe. And that is how it was summarized here for us by Mark. Verse 9 says, And so then, after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. And they went forth and preached everywhere the Lord walking with them and confirming the world with signs following. Amen. So that was the 
end of the Gospel of Mark. So the Lord going with them, that's just summarizing what is going If you go, you have to say what follow after that. You go to look Gospel of uh, Gospel of John to see the visitation when they went to be fishing, and Christ had to corner Apostle Peter to say, "You, I don't want you to go back to fishing. Come back and be teaching my disciples." Which is the beginning of the Jesus Christ. Christ was gathering them to make sure they wait for the Holy Ghost so that they can start the church. And that was what, and then you go to the Acts of the Apostles to see the follow up of when the Holy Ghost came down and the church was started. So, this is the end of the chapter. I believe that we, the Lord has given you, you that's listening, insight in this comparing all these renderings of different phases of the miracles or the stories of resurrection, the Jews of the crucifixion. That they all tally the same thing. Christ came, performed signs and wonders, died on the cross for us, rose again, and sent the church out. We went up, sent down the Holy Ghost so that the church can start. And believing, you have life. God bless you. That will be the end of the Gospel of Mark.